Hi, and welcome to the iPhone Life podcast. I'm Donna Cleveland, Editor-in-Chief at iPhone Life. I'm David Averbach, CEO and Publisher. Today, we have a special episode that we're actually bringing you from last year. That is best movies, music, podcasts, and apps to enjoy over the holidays with your friends and family. We uh, felt like it was a really good episode that we wanted to share with you now to help you prepare for the holidays. We also have a couple of updates for you. We are heading to the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas, as we do every year at the beginning of January 2020. So our next episode is going to be a little further away. It's going to be January 9th on Thursday. And there we'll be reporting on all of the coolest gear for your iPhone and iPad that we see at the show. And if you haven't been a regular listener to this podcast, it's a really fun episode. So make sure you tune in. Consumer Electronics Show is crazy. There's over mm-hmm. 150,000 people that attend. All of the com- all of these companies come and they display their new products for the year. So we're going to be covering the show, seeing all of these cool new products, and we'll bring them to you. And we have an award, iPhone Life Best of Show CS Award. So we'll be announcing the award winners at that podcast. Yeah, it's a lot of fun to see kind of the most innovative cutting edge cutting edge products out there. And so each year, all the companies that we tend to review stuff, they have all their newest stuff there. So it's a lot of fun. Um, And we also have a sponsor we want to tell you about. Yeah. So today's sponsor is OWC. And if you're watching the podcast, I'm holding it up. I'm going to tell you about their travel dock. This is actually the second generation of travel dock. And what it is, and the second generation is cool because it actually built the cable directly into the dock. It's a USB-C cable. And you plug that in, and now with iPad, it can work with your iPad Pro, or it can work with your Macs. You plug it in, and it gives you a wide range of options. So you have a USB-A here. We have an SD slot. We have HDMI if you want to plug it into a monitor that uses HDMI or a computer. Uh, And my favorite thing that they've added this year is it has a USB-C slot that supports 100 watt. So what that means is you can do pass-through charging. So you can plug this in, you have all of these extra ports, and you can be charging your iPad or your computer at the same time. So they called a travel dock because it's excellent to bring on the road with you. It gives you a whole bunch of options because obviously for the new Macs and the new iPads, they just have USB-C, so it gives you a wide range of options, but also it's something that you could use at your desk at home as well. So make sure you check it out. It's at OWC, uh, or we will link to it uh, if you go to iphonelife.com slash podcast. And a good endorsement for this product is the fact that they sent us a unit at the office to try out, and everyone in the office has been like taking turns and fighting over it. <laughs> so it's pretty, it's pretty awesome, pretty useful. Yeah. And we're going to let 2018 versions of us talk about our insider question of the day. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Without further ado, we'll go back to last year's episode. Next, we want to tell you about our favorite tip of the week. We have a daily free newsletter called iPhone Life Tip of the Day. If you go to iphonelife.com slash daily tips, you can sign up there for that. Um, And this is something you can learn something cool you can do with your device in just a minute every day. So it's really no time commitment at all. And this, uh, this tip is how to trim a live photo on your iPhone. So I just keep live photos on all mm-hmm. the time um, on my iPhone. And for those of you who don't know, that is a three, if you press and hold your uh, phone, your photo, it will play a three second video clip um, 
that captures like one and a half seconds before and one and a half seconds after like the freeze frame that it that it chooses. Um, and so I really this is something you only want to have turned on if you have decent amount of storage on your device because it does take some extra space. Yeah. But it's really excellent just in that you can convert these into GIFs. You can uh, choose the frame that you um you can choose the frame after the fact to get, like, let's say, a group photo and make sure that everyone's eyes are open. I love it. It just that. affords yeah, you a lot of flexibility. Yeah. Um, this specific tip, though, is just how to trim your live photo because sometimes you may be like ca- capturing an action shot and like part of the live photo will be you like swinging your phone up and then swinging mm-hmm. it down, and you don't want that as part of it. So if you just tap edit in the upper right corner of that photo in the Photos app, uh, you'll see. Uh, timeline of your live photo and you can just press and hold on either end to bring in uh the sides of and trim the photo the video clip to be exactly only include what you want it to include can i add to this yes um another thing is live photos doesn't always get it right when it chooses which frame to show in the photo and you might think that it's not a great photo yeah and if you go in there and scroll through the frames you might find like a really like kind of a treasure of of an image yeah and then you can select that one to be the frame the image that shows in the still version of the live photo Mm -hmm. and i have saved a lot of iffy photos and turn them into amazing photos by using that. No, it gives you That's so much more feature. flexibility. I really recommend everyone have it turning turned on. Yeah, and also every once in that. a while you could capture you like a it. really awesome little three second video that you weren't planning on capturing. Somebody does something funny while you're taking the photo and that's always a really fun surprise as well. So in, in the photos app, <clears throat> in the camera app, if you haven't turned it on, you tap, it's uh, in the center at the top of your viewfinder. It's a circular kind of like bullet icon. And if you tap it, it'll turn yellow and something will say live right there. And that'll let you know that live photos is turned on. So if you have the storage capacity for it, Use live photos. And the tip that Sarah told you about how to choose your frame, you you get to that the same way that you do to trim it. Um, you hit edit, and then you'll have not only the option to trim in the sides of your live photo, but also to scrub through and choose your frame. Right. The, the key photo, uh, it has a white square around it, and you just mm-hmm. tap on the frame to get the actual image that you want to show. Can I complain? I have a, com- a bonus sure. Apple complaint. You cannot have a live photo when you're in portrait mode. Oh, yes, and that is true. I love portrait mode and I love live photos. And the fact that you can't have a live photo in portrait mode, I get it. It probably just requires too much processing power. But what ends up happening is I'll have a really nice framed portrait mode photo and then someone blinks and I'm just like, Apple, give me live photo <laughs> so that I can edit it. So there's this great thing um, called digital cameras and our iPhones are basically digital cameras Mm. and that means because you don't have film you can basically take like huge numbers of photos all at once and choose the best ones you're welcome like like a DSLR you're saying no what I'm saying is like like, the rapid shot you don't just like take a shot and then be like I'm done you take like 20 wow you just blew my mind (laughs) yeah you just take a whole bunch like there's no limits like sometimes you miss a moment Sarah (laughs) you just keep tapping and then you'll be amazed by what you get David have a little empathy over here it's hard I have you know there's something about you that just inspires me to not feel empathetic Donna's like alright let's move on (laughs) you guys are annoying so I think basically the the takeaway I was just trying to synthesize it into a productive point for our listeners which would be that if you're uh, in portrait mode 
do what Sarah says and keep snapping photos. If you press and hold when you're taking a photo, it'll just rapid fire snap a ton of them. And so that's one way to do it. If you're not in portrait mode, have live photos enabled. And that way it'll capture three seconds and you're bound to get a good shot within those three seconds. I'm actually wondering. Is that a good good summary? Oh, you can't rapid fire in portrait mode. No, you can't. You have to keep keep tapping. Yeah. yeah. So you have to have, you know, nimble fingers. mm. (laughs) Okay. So uh, (laughs) go to iphonelife.com slash daily tips is where you can sign up. To get, whoa, awesome free trips like that every day. Good. I have a screen protector on my phone, so I didn't break it. For those who are just listening, Donna just, like, threw her phone on the table. (laughs) (laughs) Next up, we want to tell you about our premium subscription that's called iPhone Life Insider. And this is our, it's our full educational service that will help empower you to use your iOS devices the way you've always wanted to, to know how to do all the things you've been frustrated by. So go to iphonelife.com slash insider to sign up. You'll get in-depth video guides, a digital archive to our magazine, extended version of the podcast, and live workshops where we go in-depth on different topics and you can ask us live uh, and we'll answer your questions that you've been been having issues with. Uh, We also have a feature called Ask an Editor where you can email in and we'll personally lead you through the, uh, to find a solution to the tech problems that you're having. So really we'll become like your tech friends that help you get the most out of your iOS devices when you sign up, iphonelife.com slash insider. And Sarah's gonna share with us uh, what one of our insiders has been having an issue with and how Sarah helped uh, find the solution. <laughs> so um, this insider wrote in, for some reason my fingerprint doesn't work, how do I reinstall it so I don't have to use the code? Um, This is really easy, and it also would apply to face ID as well, if for some reason your face changes, I don't know, (laughs) get different glasses. Um, So you can delete and reinstall fingerprints for Touch ID. You go to your settings app, and you tap Touch ID and passcode. If you wanted to uh, redo your face ID, you would tap Face ID and passcode, and you enter your device's passcode. And then you'll see a list, um, in his case, of the fingerprints you have set up. Um, You can delete the current fingerprint if it's not working anymore by tapping on it and then tapping delete. Um, You can create a new fingerprint by tapping add a fingerprint at the bottom of the list and you just follow the prompts to register the fingerprint. And I would say it's a good idea to have, you know, a couple of thumbprints and a couple of fingerprints um, just because sometimes like you'll cut your finger or your hand will be wet. And, or mm-hmm. your skin's all really dry because of the winter. And so having a bunch of options is great. Um, so I have a kind of a bonus tip. It's an oldie but goodie. If you have Touch ID, uh, from that same screen, if you navigate to it where it shows all of the fingers you have set up, if you tap on your Touch ID from that screen, you're actually continuing to train that Touch ID. Right. So oh, yeah, what you I love do that. is you tap on it and then you rotate your finger just slightly, tap on it, and that way it gives it like the full, because a lot of times what the problem is is you trained it at a very specific angle and then when you went to actually log in, you're kind of doing it quickly and your f- finger is just a little bit kind of off center or a little bit angled on one side or the other. So just sitting there for about five minutes sort of slowly changing the angle especially like straight on a little over Five a minutes. little over <laughs> still while you're watching TV it's not a big deal um, I mean they have improved the I whole I love how snarky Sarah's being with David this <laughs> they, they have improved the whole like fingerprint registration thing so that and and the reading of it so that it can read it from different mm-hmm. angles more and it and it and it 
encourages you to put more of the different parts of your fingerprint gotcha. on it. So <laughs> it does work a lot better. And also, just bonus, um, he didn't ask about face ID, but you can now add a second face, which means you could theoretically do it with a second person. But also, um, you can do it, say, if you wear glasses or don't have glasses or... Or a hat or, like, you know, any yeah, kind of so you can, I mean, mm-hmm. that was a problem for me as I originally set up Face ID with my glasses on and then it wouldn't recognize me without them on. Mm. So annoying, I'm sure. Yeah, well, I deleted that Face ID and then did it without my glasses and then it had no problem recognizing me with the glasses. But oh, if it hadn't, I would be really happy to have the second Face ID option. Yeah, it is a nice I option. Need to, I need to do that. Um, and what it says, the wording is interesting because it says set a second appearance, which makes me think that Apple is intending it for this purpose as opposed to they don't have it set up as well to share it with another person. Um, really, actually, the only way to know that someone hasn't gone onto your phone and you and set up Face ID on your device is that you won't see the option to set up a second appearance. It just oh. kind of absorbs it. It won't like, unlike <laughs> fingerprints, it won't show you like a list of the fingerprints that have been registered. It'll just show you that Face ID has been set up. Mm. So that's actually something I, I could see being a security concern <laughs> is that, you know, someone could go in and register their face. There in you your go. Phone. There you go. Yeah. So careful out there. All right. <laughs> okay, so let's move into our main section. If you go to iphonelife.com slash insider to summarize, um, you can sign up and I also be able to ask Sarah your tech questions and access all of the other content that we're always coming out with and that I mentioned before too. So now we want to help you. Uh, next week is Christmas. A lot of you are going to have some time off of work um, and we wanted to help you uh, figure out what you should be downloading on your iPhones and iPads to get festive and prepare for mm-hmm. the holidays. So we've got a lot of fun ideas here for you guys. Okay, moving into our media for the holidays. Uh, we wanted to talk, like one thing that we wanted to do was tell you some of our favorite Christmas uh, music and movies that you can download on your devices from around the office. Mm-hmm. So we'll tell you our favorites. We also have some that other people in the office have been like, oh, mention this one, mention that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so first of all, let's talk about Apple Music and the Christmas playlist that you can get. Okay, Sarah's so. our Apple Music person in the office. <laughs> so I, I'm not actually a huge fan of like classic Christmas music. I have a love-hate relationship mm-hmm. with Christmas, and that really involves a lot of Christmas music as well. <laughs> um, but there are some ones that are a little more fun. Uh, Destiny's Child, Destiny's Child, Eight Days of Christmas album is pretty oh, I totally amazing. Have to check that out. I know. I, I just I, saw that on the list. I was like, "What?" I wonder if yes. Spotify has it too. It's I'm so sure good, it and uh, you know, there's a disagreement among my daughters about whether this counts as like authentic, you know, acceptable Christmas music. But I was the final arbiter, and it does. Um, <laughs> I agree. I agree. If you want a little hip hop in your Christmas, there's Christmas on Death Row. It's so good. Oh, I'm um, excited. I love hip hop. Of course, there is the Mariah Carey classic Merry classic. Christmas album. Yeah. Um, Mariah. There's Elvis's Christmas album. I make my children listen to Blue Christmas every single year. They hate it, but it's just part of our traditions, including being forced to pose by the tree with ugly Christmas sweaters. (laughs) Um, And there's, um, if you are more into the classics, this is one that I don't hate, this playlist from Apple Music called Swinging Christmas Classics. So Mm. you can check that out as well. If you're looking for one that Sarah doesn't hate, (laughs) I just, I haven't been listening to Christmas music yet, but I put on this list on Spotify that I've been listening to Buena Vista Social Club radio on my um, 
on my iPhone, and it's kind of just like festive music, kind of world music. Um, and so if you're someone who you're not into Christmas music necessarily, but you want to feel, I feel like it's impossible to be in a bad mood listening to this music. Well, I, I also feel like it. The, um, the Buena Vista Social Club is so, I feel like it's dinner party music. Yeah. It's yeah. like, it's, it, you can enjoy just listening to it's it, but it's really company. great in the background, mm-hmm. you know, like I've never had a guest who didn't enjoy it. So, yeah. Well, during the holidays, you tend to have a lot of gatherings and people over and it's impossible to like have a playlist that like everybody's going to like. And I feel like Buena Vista Social Club would hit that. It does, yeah. What made me think of it is my friend had uh, me and a few girlfriends over last week to make wreaths at her mm. house as like a festive thing, and she had this radio station on. I'm like, what is this? This is fun. One of my go-tos for that is like for the playlist you want just to be universally like everybody doesn't mind it at least is uh, Motown. Everybody likes Motown. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> everybody but Sarah, you're, you're uninvited. I didn't, I didn't say I didn't like it. Um, another good one is Brazilian jazz. Bra- oh, yeah, Brazilian jazz one. is perfect. Yeah, which yeah. is kind of so, similar. Yeah, to if the you're entertaining, try those yeah. out. Um, let's talk about Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, let me because I we have down here Spotify, so I have a few oh, okay. as well. Uh, Pentatonics is really fun. They do acapella songs. Oh. Uh, and they have a Christmas album. I decorated my, my Christmas tree last night and listened to them. Uh, it's a little bit like what is modern. They have they they're an acapella group. They're acapella. Okay. They make all of the instrumental sounds themselves. Yeah. actually, it's pretty cool. Okay. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, a little bit. They do a little bit like club remixes. I mean, they're not really because they're acapella, but like, they're, it's a modern take on Christmas classics. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I, I feel like acapella is so dorky, but also really impressive and can it's be so really good. cool. It's really not dorky. I just I didn't include it on my list because uh, my older daughter was in about like five different high- choirs all through uh, high school and I had to listen to a lot of acapella, acapella music out. and including a lot of pentatonics, so I don't have to listen to that anymore and mm. I don't. Okay. I, I do feel like Acapella can be dorky, but Pentatonics pulls it off. Okay, yeah, um, kind of like in Pitch Perfect. Another one, another one that's a little bit can be a little bit dorky, but uh, <laughs> my partner loves it, so I'll bring it up. Michael Bublé Christmas. Mm. If you want a little bit of jazz, really? feel free to judge her if you okay, want. I'm, I'm judging. Just, I'm just the medium, just telling you. <laughs> uh, I I have fun because I tend to like a lot of indie rock. They, there's like indie rock Christmas oh, on that's, Spotify. I, would be into that. I like that. Um, this is one from our editor, Leanne, and she said that you can find Edwardian-era Christmas songs, which is like the 19... I think she said it was like 1910, 1920s, that era, so it still has like the like crackling of the gramophone type stuff, mm. uh, and she really enjoyed it, and I want to check it out. And she so. said she found that on Amazon Music. Yeah, so but I have a feeling... if you have an feeling, Amazon Prime account, Yeah, I have a out. feeling you can find it on Spotify. Most of these yeah. I think you can find anywhere. Okay, so do we have music covered? I think we have music covered. Netflix, let's do this. So Netflix, it's a great idea. If you're traveling somewhere for Christmas, you may want to get in the spirit and download. As you probably know by now, you can download Netflix if you have a... I mean, you download the app, but you can actually download uh, movies so that you can watch them on the plane and be offline and watch your stuff. Um, so make sure to do that ahead of time if you want to. Otherwise, we, just, we also just have recommendations if you're watching a movie with your family on Christmas. Uh, 
let's get started with our list here. Mm-hmm. So Little Women is what Leanne recommended. I also would definitely second thought. I love Little Women. <laughs> if you want to, like, we, a lot of these were like, if you want to cry on Christmas, yeah. watch this. Also, if you want to cry on Christmas, Die Hard is a Christmas classic. Really? That makes you cry? No, I'm joking yeah. about the crying okay. part. It, but it's it's a Christmas classic. It's a Christmas classic. You don't classic. think of yeah. it as being Christmas, but it is, and it's great. Yeah. Maybe one of my favorite Christmas movies. Another one, and we were talking, we had fun brainstorming about yeah, this yeah. in the office day. This is one that's a little more modern Christmas classic, very controversial. People love it or hate it. I happen to be on the love it side. Love Actually. I think it's really fun. Are you guys pro Love Actually? I was for a long time, um, but then maybe I just read too many think pieces about why it's bad, and I can't stop thinking about that while I'm watching it, and it's hard for me to enjoy it now. There are so many think pieces about why it's bad, and they're not wrong, but like, still, it's a Christmas movie. Let's think piece other things sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. I, I, I have a soft spot for love actually i'm really curious if i watched it now for the first time if i would like love it as much it's definitely also nostalgic at this point like it's kind of a tradition to watch it yeah um one that i watched for the first time last year i'm shocked i hadn't watched it before it was it's a wonderful life and if, again if you want to cry on christmas watch that it's a wonderful <laughs> life it's, it's been a long time but it's, it's a such one. a tearjerker it was really good um i think elf I, is so amazing it's so elf underrated elf yeah. is probably my favorite it's i mean i love so Will i love it's so universal too i feel yes, like some of these like yeah you know like not everyone is gonna like or they won't be appropriate for children this one everyone can enjoy together Mm -hmm. it's a really good one that's a really good point um yeah i know i agree i feel like love actually like my mom hates it and is offended by it it. and there's a lot of nudity not great for kids yeah you can't watch love actually with kids yeah i feel like so it's more adult it's a wonderful life it might be a little too old-timey for kids but you know elf everyone loves elf Elf. yeah um, right nightmare before christmas that was one rayanne our uh, um video editor she's switched to more of a video role here now (laughs) um she loves that one we we said we're not sure if that really class she loves Halloween and we're like it feels more Halloween-y. I, I I was I allowed it. I feel like it, okay. it can be a Christmas okay. movie. Um this is one actually I just started watching last night and it's new. Santa Claus Chronicles. Netflix made their own Santa Claus movie. Is it good? Oh, wow. It was, you know, it's this is one unlike Love Actually is very like kid oriented. Okay. Um but it's fun. It's uh Kurt Russell, I think. Is that is that guy's name right? Uh, that is there is not that is a Kurt person Russell. named Kurt Russell. Well, he <laughs> plays Santa Claus. That he, is a person. He does a really good job. He, it's not he's not a chubby Santa Claus, and he doesn't say ho ho ho, and he's really snarky. Interesting. So okay, like Santa, I you know don't I don't know if you're just watching a Christmas movie alone to watch that one, but if you have kids around, it's tolerable, and that's like a win. <laughs> so, okay, I have a, I have a few more things. We didn't talk about. I really hate the movie Rudolph, that like live, like the claymation mm. one. I don't recommend it. But what about, is it called A Christmas Story where he wants the BB gun? Is that what it's called? We're going to have to, I'm sure everyone knows what I'm talking about. The one where he wants the BB gun for Christmas. I remember. Like, no idea. You're going to shoot your eye out. And there's yeah. the lamp shaped like a leg. We will, you guys probably already like know. Like Home Alone? No. Okay. But Home Alone's a great yeah, one. <laughs> home, I love Home Alone. Okay, but here's something that my kids and I uh, watch every year, which has nothing to do with Christmas. It just somehow became a tradition. High School Musical. Mm. It's not currently streaming on the first one. Only the third one is streaming. Like, Get with it. The first one is the good one. Um, and it's it's another one that like everyone can watch. And there's songs and there's dancing. And it has not really anything to do with Christmas, but it's great. 
And <laughs> if you need a family movie, that's really fun. That's a good one. <laughs> Miracle on 34th Street. I just have to put that out there, too. That was one I watched a lot growing oh, up. Oh, that's like, a classic. Yeah. And you know what is going to be a classic next year, because it's still in theaters, is the new Grinch. Hmm. I went and saw it, and I hate animated movies, and I loved it. I thought it was okay. I mean, I don't know. I just get forced to watch so many animated movies yeah, these see, days. That's my thing. I'm very like I don't, cynical. David, yeah. I don't watch animated movies anymore because I watched so many when my kids were young, and I don't have to anymore. And as soon as they were old enough to just drop off at the theater, I did. <laughs> but uh, it was you know over Thanksgiving, and I felt like for family togetherness, I had to do this, and I went and saw it, and I actually really enjoyed it. It wasn't cool. bad. I think you're right. It wasn't bad. So sometimes, um, I don't know about you guys, but my family, we like to do puzzles over the holidays. I love puzzles. But, you know, maybe you still want to listen to things. Um, and that's why I would recommend, like, podcasts. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of the podcasts I listen to are political. That's not necessarily the best thing when you're together <laughs> with all your family. Yeah, yeah good call. Um, so one that I like, uh, I've only listened to a couple episodes so far, is Homecoming. It's a show on, I think, Amazon now. Um huh. But you can actually listen to, it was originally a podcast, and so there's sort of like an overarching story. And um, it's uh, Catherine Keener and David Schwimmer are the two main voices, and it's really well done so far. And a lot of people I know have listened to it and loved it. So that's definitely worth checking out or some other kind of, you know, more fictional sort of radio show style podcast mm. that you could listen to as you do things like puzzles or cook together. <laughs> that's yeah. fun. I feel like another one you could try that's probably just pretty uncontroversial is uh, Happier with Gretchen Rubin. It's one that just has, you know, like hacks for being happier. It's her and her sister and they, they go through a theme each episode and take questions from listeners and stuff. And I've used that for car rides with family um, when I wanted to avoid political conversations. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, I think it's time to turn on a podcast. <laughs> so you can check that out. Uh, speaking of cooking, I talked about this app before, but I really enjoyed New York Times cooking app. So if you're doing any holiday cooking and you want to find some recipes, they have re- A, they have really good recipes, but B, they also have tutorials. So if you're cooking something that's kind of a staple and you want to make sure you get it right, uh, you can check that out as well. Good call. Um, and again, in the line of like group listening to stories and stuff, Audible, I mean, you can use it when you're traveling for the holidays, but... You know, finding a story and listening to it together can be a nice mm-hmm. experience together. So that's something worth checking out. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. And do we have any other just apps that we think people should check well, out? Well, I've got some, we got some family games here to yeah. go over with you. Yes. Uh, a couple of them are, one of them is not an app, but I just want to recommend it anyway because we use in the office. It's called Sneaky Santa. So if you are doing a secret Santa, which is always a fun way to, uh, change up the gift giving and maybe you don't have to give gifts for everyone that way um, it's a website it's free it's really easy to use and then it manages your whole secret Santa experience yeah I just want to Elfster that's the one I've used there's, oh, there's yeah, an app right. so if you want to do it on your iPhone or and iPad um, Elfster is also free we yeah. have used that one in the past okay. and it worked well it yeah. worked well okay yeah. good call so that's good another, call. another option for you uh we uh, heads up is one we have to put in yeah. there. It's the Ellen DeGeneres one, uh, where you know you hold your phone on your forehead and there's oh, a word on there. Everyone else tries to guess what it is. It's a really um, fun one. Or everyone else describes it so that you and you try to guess what it yes. is. Yes, right. Um, it's a really good one. Along the same lines, uh, there's an app called Party Phrase, which is basically if you've ever played Catchphrase. Uh, Catchphrase is it's like 
cross between hot potato and taboo. <laughs> uh, but it's yeah. fun because it's I put it on here because it's something that you can do with large groups of people. Basically, you get a word and you have a timer and you try to get your team to guess the word and then you pass the. Typically, it's a actual little uh, game that you pass to the next person before the buzzer goes off and the goals not have the buzzer go off on you. But it works perfectly as a phone app and it's called Party Phrase instead of Catchphrase. Because oh, I love Catchphrase. Yeah, fun. it's fun. So you don't have to buy and carry this yeah. like, accessory around with you. You can just use your phone. Another one that we use every year is it's an app called white elephant as you can guess it's four white elephants uh and then it's like you don't have to have everybody's name written on a piece of paper and drawing numbers and stuff it just manages it it's a really really simple app but it's free basically you put everyone's name who's doing the white elephant and then you hit randomize and it does a random order so you can figure out who goes first who goes second some Uh, really important advice for white elephants you need to decide beforehand and make really clear whether this is a joke white elephant or a serious white elephant where people are expecting nice gifts because you yeah. don't want to be the person who shows up with a nice gift while everyone has jokes or vice versa, yeah. which is even worse like when vice- you bring, like, say, a toilet seat and everyone else is all, like, got, like, soaps <laughs> and chocolates and stuff and you're all, like... Mm. Also, <laughs> if you're playing, if you're doing White Elephant with kids and we've learned this lesson the hard way, uh, you got to give them a little bit of emotional pep talk about of what's about to happen because otherwise kids, yeah. are, they don't love getting gifts stolen from them. I it know. turns out. I fun know. fact. Who would have guessed? <laughs> so, yeah, it, White Elephant is always very emotional time for our office, but we, we make it work. <laughs> we, we get through it every year. So we wanted to recommend, too, like I feel like most people, they want to capture memories on Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, over the holidays and so really you we wanted to give you some tips for taking good photos um I was going to use the tip to use your timer for a group family shot. We did actually cover this. Well, it was in our insider-only section of our oh, last po- you're right. episode. Um, but I was just going to recommend, like, there's in the camera app at the top, there's an option to do a three- or ten-second timer. And so you can use that to, uh, you know hit the shutter button and then run and get into the shot. Or uh, the tip that app, that David gave is if you have an Apple Watch, you can control the shutter from your Apple Watch. Mm-hmm. So that's an even better option if you do have an Apple Watch. And the other, we, we, if you're an insider, I'm repeating myself, but the other nice thing about the Apple Watch app is, first of all, it does have a three-second timer option so that you're not staring at your watch while you take the photo. Second of all, you can see the photo, which is really nice. It, it's Obviously, a pretty small screen, but it's big enough to see. Did someone blink? Is someone yeah. out of the shot? And someone, so, like someone half face in there. And there's, so, yeah. there's nothing worse than having like twelve people like crowded into a shot. You take it, and then you have to, one person has to walk back to go look at it, and then determine that the photo didn't look good, and then everybody has to go back and get back in the shot. It's way yeah. easier to do from an Apple Watch if you have an Apple Watch. And then I recommend um, most likely everyone's taking pictures, and you all want to share them. Um, if you all have iPhones, you can use iCloud Photos sharing to do that. Otherwise, I recommend downloading the Moments app and you just mm-hmm. have to get everyone's buy-in to use the same app. So tell everyone to download the Moments app. Yeah. It's an app made by, by Facebook. So if you have security concerns around Facebook, which is understandable, <laughs> then don't do this. But if you're not too worried about it, the app does work great. Um, and do you sharing. know what this eliminates? What? That annoying thing where everyone's like, okay, now take a picture with my phone. Yeah. And my phone. Yeah. You, you only need one phone and then, and then you, you get, just share the photos. Yeah. And, and then you also get pictures worth everyone looking like slightly different places which is awkward too it works really great it's really seamless and i mean facebook i understand the privacy concerns but just to clarify it does not post the photos on facebook or just saying if you are opposed to facebook as a company but this is a private photo sharing app exactly um but i will say if everybody has iphones which for large families probably unlikely but icloud photo sharing i used to hate on it but it's gotten a lot better 
It has gone yeah. a lot better. I feel but like iOS I haven't... 12 improved it a lot. Oh, okay, because yeah. I was going to say I haven't used it since iOS 12 because I've always been disappointed in it. Mm, it is. But, it was, uh, yeah. And then if for photo editing, um, in general, I don't think it's great to like over edit your photos because it looks pretty obvious. Um, and it can make, you know, if your photos are like oversaturated or whatever, I don't think that's great. But um, if for photo editing that looks more subtle, VSCO is a good app. Um, and uh, they have a few presets that are free. Otherwise, it's kind of expensive. It's like $20 a month or something oh. for their premium. Oh. But I thought I it was $20 use... a year. I just approved that uh, subscription for oh, my daughter. Oh, is, is it $20 <laughs> I better a look year? Into it. Okay, that makes me feel better. Because I did like a week free trial, and then I just saw something threatening to charge me $20, and I assumed it was for the... <laughs> so anyways, I, well, I'm going to have to go research that. that before I start... That makes more sense than it'd be $20, $20 a year. Yeah. It, but anyway, they have like filters that just are... Um, better than the ones that you can find on Instagram or in a lot of other mm. apps. And then also has nice photo editing features like, you know, your uh, contrast and highlights and things like that. Mm. So great. Cool. Okay. So I think that wraps up our, our media recommendations, unless there's anything else you guys wanted to mention. No, um, we'd, lo we'd love to hear from you guys. Yeah. I think question of the week would be which of these recommendations did you like, or do you have any others that you, uh, that we haven't mentioned? Email us at podcasts at iphonelife.com. And we'll see you guys next time. Uh, we mentioned this last episode, but we are going to be away for three weeks now over the holidays. And our next episode will be January 10th uh, at the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas. And we'll be going over all the coolest gear that we see on the show floor there. So you'll definitely want to stay tuned for that. And once again, thank you, everybody, for sticking with us for 100 episodes. I can't I believe we're at 100 episodes. We really appreciate this. We really appreciate you guys listening. And happy holidays. Happy holidays. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this episode from last year. We had a lot of fun recording it. We hope you have a great holiday. Yeah, we wanted to. I'm sure we wished you happy holidays in the pre-recording, but we want to, as the 2019 version of ourselves, wish you guys happy holidays. Mm -hmm. We really appreciate you guys taking the time to listen to us on our podcast, subscribing to Insider. We know a lot of insiders are listening. And, and we hope you all have a wonderful time with your families over the holiday. And remember to tune in January 9th for our next episode live from the Consumer Electronics Show. That'll be a really fun episode. All right. Bye. Bye.